Welcome along to the latest edition of the Irish F1 show. Now, I just have a good feeling that this will probably be the quickest episode that we've ever gone through uh, for two reasons. Number one, I have to be quite honest, uh, Miami, I think, was a bit of a letdown. I could use expletives, but I want. Number two, we don't have Richard Carney, so <laughs> I think I think it might be uh, a little bit shorter. Who we do have uh, is Mr. Barry Rabbit. Uh, Barry, welcome along once more. Thank you, Kevin. Happy to be here again. Um, yeah, I think you covered it there. Not the not the world's best Grand Prix by a long stretch. No, geez, it wasn't, man. Uh, look, I know they, they tried to put as much razzmatazz around the whole thing. And yeah, we did have the, the who's who of uh, the celebrity world there. But I'm looking at the uh, winners and losers article that Formula One always do on their own website afterwards. And they have it down as a winner, right? So obviously there's probably a bit of in-house kind of marketing going on it was it says Miami Gardens delivered on the hype producing a 19 turn Grand Prix track that kept the drivers under their toes for the inaugural race in Miami their facilities uh, their facilities rather were impressive too with guests receiving a typical American entertainment package from the pretend marina to the beach club oh my uh, gosh well when you're trying to sum up the positives of a Grand Prix by describing the hospitality <laughs> you know something wrong like. <laughs> it, it, it gets better so the celebrity count was potentially the highest F1 has ever seen with the basketball legend Michael Jordan joining with David Beck Serena, Venus Williams, LeBron James and Pharrell Williams just a few of the big names in town on race day while former First Lady Michelle Obama was at the track on Saturday it was the biggest show in town and delivered a fantastic spectacle unfortunately nothing to do with anything on the track though it was no. just <sighs> yeah disappointing I, I think is the word style over substance but I don't know how much style there was either to be honest you know it was just I thought it was an embarrassment to be perfectly honest with you I was like watching it nearly behind closed hands like just Mm. No, I mean, I turned on the I turned on Friday practice at some point there, and the track was a bit meh. You know, it's like even you know that's and then sure it could have been near enough anywhere from the camera angles. There was no real. I know it was the the stadium in the middle, but you know it didn't exactly have a Miami backdrop. Of I was lucky enough to be in Miami a couple of, Miami a couple of years back, and you know obviously you've South Beach and all these kind of things, and you know it could have been near enough anywhere in America really. Mm, I didn't see understand that but like you could have been mistaken for thinking it was Monaco. That water was so real, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, the, the, the marina. Oh man. Oh, it it was cringe now. Honestly, I don't say? know. Monaco has real marina and fake racing, and Miami they were hoping would have fake marina and real racing, but I think it ended <laughs> up with the negative on both sides. Yeah, I think in fairness, the the beach club looked class, but other than that, it was I don't know. Like I hate I hate this and all that because. Like everything you wanted to work, you wanted to be different and no different to, to anyone as a as a spectator and a fan. You wanted to work, but it just didn't. Um, it, it to me, it looked like they were they were going after you know the gram or whatever they call it, Instagram likes and celebrity mm. this and that. And I think I think it shows a bit of, I mean, what what's the phrase like? Uh, it doesn't show great confidence in their product. As I, I, this is F one, you know, or Liberty. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't show great confidence in their product if they're, you know, relying on you know a famous sports person or a famous singer or DJ to 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 bring the eyes of the world onto the event. Like you know, I know they do, mm-hmm. but it just seemed to be an overemphasis on the celebrity side of things, and the race was almost a, you know, it kind of got in the way. Nearly, it was it was an also ran as the of the event, so. You know, I think it was just a hospitality event that some the car race broke out. Yeah, something like that. All right, I felt sorry for poor Martin Brundle. 
he got himself into <laughs> a bit of a howler like situation. Uh, thinking yeah. he was obviously informed by the producer that they must have thought it was uh, Mahomes or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. And the man was embarrassed, you could tell. Um, people were saying that the guy uh, he thought was Mahomes or whatever, you know, when he asked, uh, So, what's your name? He should have said, Well, what's your name back just <laughs> for the crack and all. Yeah. Just kind of, yeah, who I who see, I'm 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 out of the loop altogether. Who did he think he was? Uh, I'm not big on NFL to be honest with you, but well, yeah, me for NFL player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Footballer, but, right? Okay. It turns right. out it's a uh, yeah, prom- promising up and comer uh, instead. I don't think it's even NFL. Uh, here's me now. Look, on about poor, on about poor Martin Brundle, like I don't even know myself. No, like, anyway. I, I didn't know. You know, he could have been a rapper for all I know. I wouldn't. I'd never clue. But uh, it was. Um, I think he handle. I think Brundle handles it very well. I think. I he, think he did as well. Yeah. I think yeah. he actually makes them look pathetic in some cases with, mm-hmm. without being rude at the same time you know he just lets them talk which is fantastic because they they just just verbal diarrhea comes out of most of them like <laughs> it's just absolute like the one with the, the the tennis sisters i don't know which one it was the one that he he kind of put the camera in her in her face or the, the mic in her face and just she, she she had nothing to say and at one point she kind of looked back and was almost oh you're still here you know you're supposed to <laughs> help me talk like she does she's just I don't know. It's just some the whole thing up. Just vacuous, nothing, non, you know, what, you know, uninteresting people watching an uninteresting race. That mm. seemed to be what, what the whole thing was about. Admittedly, I don't think Brundle enjoys doing that stuff. It's just no. part of his thing. Uh, it is. I, be- I believe he's never, I believe he's never watched or listened to one back. I've seen it wrote somewhere on one of his, one of his columns. He never, he's never watched one of them back. Yeah. Uh, I don't really blame him, you know. Well, contrary to popular belief, only that I have to edit the god- goddamn thing. I I don't like listening back to this, no to this sort of stuff either. Um, no, one no one does. I think you know, sometimes you're better off not because you're more natural as a result. Because you, you know you don't find yourself on kind of thinking about what it's going to sound like, and then that will probably mm. put you off more. So yeah, I wouldn't. I generally wouldn't watch yeah. or listen back either. No. I think the the top and tail at the end and the start is, is just where it's at for me now. It's just like, right, that's all I'm going to do and let it out and wherever it'll be, it'll be. Exactly. <laughs> and in time, who knows? I did, I have to admit now, Barry, I did ponder with putting this out live because we have got the the linkage with Facebook and with Twitter. However, YouTube want 24 hours before they gave us permission to live stream. So okay. uh, there was a, a bit of a brain fart to do this one live this evening, but then we couldn't do it without Mr. Carney. Uh, not the no. first one, yeah. Um, no, 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 no. We didn't really get time to sexy it up either and get get graphics sorted and promoted and all that stuff. So maybe time for that down the road. That's it, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, because maybe after a Grand Prix with a little bit more to, to engage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Jesus, like almost instant afterwards when the when the blood is open, the whole lot no different to, you know, when you're just have to cross and the the line buzz and someone comes over to you. Like I mean, you don't even get time to think, and that's always yeah. what we're told in media. The best time to go in here any sports person is if the final whistle goes in a GA game or if someone's just crossed the line and anything just when it's over that's yeah. when you get the rawness because there is no time to think the adrenaline is there yeah. you get yeah, the best content sure. you know well we say it in, in, in race well I say it certainly and it's been and it's been from experience and, and being in the wrong in, in whatever I'll explain is you you're, you get out of the car and say there's been an incident of some sort on, on, on track and it might only have been five minutes ago Um been in some sort and you have your memory of what happened so you see a lot of lads getting out and they you know they get boisterous let's say with the other party and shouting and roaring and you know you did this and you're only a that and blah 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 
And from experience, I now go, I watch the bomb if you've been on board, which most people do these days, watch the onboard back because your memory of what happens and what actually happens tends to be fairly different. Like, you know, sometimes <laughs> so it doesn't mean you're, you're always in the wrong or always in the right, but yeah, it's maybe not as clear cut. But I know from experience, I've jumped out of the car a few times and been, you know, you know, pretty peeved off with people, whatever. And then I watched the video back and I go, oh, Jesus, maybe, you know, it mightn't have been, not that it was a completely 180 wrong, but it mightn't have just be how you remember it. So, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely catch them. But you see the F1 guy saying that, they won't commit to anything. Oh, well, I haven't seen the video yet. And, you know, for an incident. It's the same thing, same theory, you know. Yeah, you're better off saying that anyway, and if you have a lot of Yeah, things. maybe, yeah, that's a get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or do, what did Stroll do a few weeks ago? What, what track was it? When he blamed the, the, the circuit for it. It was in Melbourne, together. wasn't it? Was it was it Melbourne or one of them? I, I thought it was Melbourne. Was Who did he hit? Was it Latifi he hit? Yeah, I think so. Latifi yeah, yeah. was coming by him. No, and and he and he says, "Oh, it's the track's fault because it kind of bends left and it bends right." So you yeah. just absolute scutter. He should have just said, "Yeah, I fucked up." We do have a few bits, obviously, to get through. Like the the actual, I suppose, the race itself was uneventful, but there was a couple mm. of things to talk about. But before we do that. Um, I came across a lovely video there earlier. You're in action in Bishop's Court over the weekend, uh, not without its drama. There, you had a few bits yeah. of bobs to get through yourself. But uh, tell us what was that in, and um, you know how did yeah, it, so, how did you feel it went? So Bishop's Court is a, a track up the north, um, up near Down Patrick. Um, probably, and I don't, and I'm not alone in thinking. Probably, we don't have a huge amount of them, but to me, the best circuit in the country. Um. It's unfortunately we only get to run there once a year. It's a it plan permission restrictions and stuff. There's only so many events they can run for noise and that. But um, so the, the whole Irish uh, race uh, circus, if you like, heads to Bishop's Court in May every year. It's just it's only running about six or seven years that we've been going back up there. Uh, so it's a great weekend. It's a great circuit. So I hadn't I haven't really been out since. I did a quick run last year with the testing, but haven't been out since the end of 2020. So I got the car back together and um, headed up there last minute i suppose and um our, our our pal richie carney was up there as well my two brothers were racing also um so great out great out weekend and i i took the formula Renault out in the, the formula boss class um and they they for, for those that don't know formula boss is basically any single seater or any open top sports car and that's the rules there's that's it there's, if it's a single seater or a sports car you can race it so my, mine's a formula Renault, which is just a about 200 horsepower but there's cars on the grid with literally four times that amount of power. And as I said, it's a very fast circuit, so I wasn't expecting a whole pile. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we, we went well. I was very, I tell you, I got myself a little, talk about sports psychology the last day. I jumped into the car and I went out. We only got about 10 minutes practice the way it worked out on the Saturday morning. And I went out with my brother, Shane, in a, in a similar car, but an older version of mine. And uh, norm, that, my car would be a bit quicker than his and we'd be well matched driver-wise. And uh, geez, he was pushing me around the circuit for the first few minutes, and he's sitting there going, "I've forgotten how to do this." And I knew what I was doing wrong, and I was still doing it. And yeah. it was a bit damp and what, but um, yeah, the old psychology came in, and I got out of the car, and I wasn't feeling just as confident as I normally was, you know. And even mm -hmm. Shane said to me, and which didn't help, as soon as he got out of the car, he goes, "So what's wrong with the car?" <laughs> it's like there's nothing wrong with the car. I'm just at nothing. So, uh, but luckily enough, it, it we knocked the rust off in qualifying, and we ended up. Uh, fifth about about a second off pole which was which was good um and uh first race we were up dicing for second or third i think it was third place maybe um and i had a bit of an off just ran wide and um hit a hit a curb 
wrong basically and exit curb came back onto the circuit hit the curb badly and the jolt and the shock um such that it was broke open a dry fuel a dry break in the fuel line which is only supposed to activate in a fairly heavy collision so uh that that just starved the engine of fuel and i had to retire it then unfortunately um got back out in the in the race then second we fixed that quickly enough got back out in the second race and pulled away from fifth on the grid got an initial good start and just uh the the, the the engine wasn't right so it turned out it's a bit of a legacy issue from the fuel line say it was air in the system or something so it took about a lap or two for that to clear uh, and then the car was on song but at that stage i was back to 12th or 13th or something so i had to get the head down for the remainder of the race and i fought myself back put myself back up to fifth um which was it's enjoyable you know like i'm not out for points or championships or anything i just like like the act of driving the car and a bit of a dice so um you know when it happens it's it's unfortunate to go back to the grid but it's uh there's nothing better than getting the head down and going chasing and we, we we got a bit of that and just kept pushing myself for no particular reason just kept pushing to see if i could go quicker and the first corner is you arrive in seventh gear at 140 odd mile an hour and uh it's totally blind and, and i say you cannot see the corner when you turn the steering wheel you cannot see your as far as your head's concerned you're just turning towards a grass bank but then the corner appears as you arrive um and i was trying to get it flat like fully pinned and got close but probably two or three percent of the lift i'd say and uh and that was the very last lap of the whole weekend i did my fastest lap so i spent the whole weekend building up and building up but uh it's a mega circuit it's just great to drive there you know um and, uh, yeah no it's great but our our, 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 our co-host richie had a much better weekend he two wins two pole positions two fastest laps so he he, he mopped up altogether up there so you know he, he he did a great job and um, so he'll tell us all about that next week i'm sure yeah and i was talking about the actual former chains as well now it's about 10 years since i drove one um just the mandela experience you know yourself but i'd just like to know and you'll probably know the answer to this are they overly dissimilar in terms of where the gearbox is because i had fierce fucking harsh that day trying to get a gear um <laughs> it was over on the left hand side from memory i think right um, side. the right hand with your, you change gear to your right hand yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. raced form the chains myself for a year and a bit yeah going going from second to third in particular i was like what the f-? like yeah <laughs> no, we didn't need a, you didn't need a whole lot more after that because you know it was a short little yeah or whatever, no, they're but. tricky enough they're, they're they're tricky enough to get for across the across the box so to speak yeah but the, mm. um it, it uses the formula chains use a i think it's an audi gearbox from a road car and and because they're so light you tend to pull away in second you, you discount for yourself together so you use second off the line and then for i know for mondello it's you really just use third and fourth gear they're quite a torquey engine so you just use third and fourth gear so um the joke is they're almost sequential, you know, pull forward to go up and push forward to go down. But um, they're, they're a great car, actually. There's a, there's a lot of driving in them. They move around a lot. Hmm. Good fun. I, really d- I just fun. found at the time the angle of, yeah, from from memory now, you were, you were spot on. I was on the, on the right hand side. But trying to get, yeah, it was third to fourth. It seems to be just slightly off center. Or it yeah. seemed to me like it was anyway, because I just couldn't get the fucking thing into fourth. Well, what you find is if you're driving the school cars, no disrespect to them, but the school cars are, they're, they're limited and and they're a bit of a you know they're they're a they're a workhorse if you like you know they're there and they're just hammered around the track all day every day with people of you know varying skills let's put it that way like so they they you know they wouldn't be the they wouldn't be the sharpest scalpel let's yeah. say as a race car which is completely understandable as opposed to a race car that you fettle yourself that's going to be you know out eight times a year and it's going to be you know 
worked on and caressed during the week like, to make sure it's as good <laughs> as it can be. So it's a, they're, slight, they're the same car, but they would be there'd be quite a difference. If you got yeah. yourself into a proper farm machine like Richie's, one that's you know really well engineered and just really tight, I suppose. Let's say it, you'd, you'd notice a difference, and it'd make it'd make your life easier if anything. But mm. uh, the farm, the Monza Mondello, definitely give you a, a, an indication to what they're like. Um, speaking of Mondello, we have a little bit of news now. I Richie has told us we have the liberty to, to say some of this stuff, so uh, if we haven't, I'm going to pull back on him. <laughs> but there is some really good news, in fairness, right? So uh, apparently, our understanding is that the Mondello boardroom is being renamed the Shane boardroom and Suite 1 is being renamed the Shane Suite in memory of David Shane. That's pretty cool, I have to say. Yeah, um, just seeing that coming in from Richie there earlier, that's that, that, that's a, a, a nice move on behalf of Mondello, I have to say. It's a recognition of a, a great man, David Shane, who we took, who we recently lost. He was, um, you know, a stalwart of Irish grassroots motorsport. Got a lot of people there starting racing. Um, you know, he, he he offered me a car for free, I think, one day as well. We, we didn't use it in the end, scrutiny issue. But, we, you know, that was the sort of man he was. He, he, he'd give anyone a help out and he got a lot of people into racing. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of his cars are still hammering around Mondello. Uh, the, the farm machines, which bear his name. Um, he was a constructor in the, you know, the, the ever popular Formula Shane Championship. Oh, sorry, Formula V Championship. His chassis have moved all around the world, you know, made down there in in, uh, in Wicklow, moved and, and are sold all and raced all around the world. And there's a lot of people that have a racing career of some description, whether it be professional or amateur, that haven't had to David Chain to thank for it. So a really nice move on behalf of Mandela to 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 you know memorialize his, his mm-hmm. name in, in that way. So um yeah, it, it was uh, nice to see Richie tell us that earlier. Definitely. And just on the topic of Mandela again, um, over the weekend, Kalarov uh, Rovampera, World Rally Championship driver, uh, was involved in drift series. And then to bring more cross disciplines into it, uh, Connor Shanahan, um, obviously well known in the drifting circuits, uh, went up Miles Gap down in Killarney, rallying stage in the drift car. And it's absolutely spectacular. It's all over the Red Bull page. Definitely worth um, checking wow. out. And then to link it back I, in, honest, I did see it flashing up on on social media, but the week leading oh, up to a car race, I was a bit, I was a bit pushed. But let's <laughs> must go back and have a look at it because uh, yeah, this could be a bit of well, well put together video like you'd expect from Red Bull. It's absolutely deadly in fairness. Connor's father, John, would have been you know well noted in hot rod circles, uh, the buggies at the time. Ah, Jesus, he was he was a serious operator as well as a rally driver. So, yeah, it's mad. Um, we're on an Irish F one show. We haven't really talked much about yeah. F one, have we? But <laughs> I was just thinking there. But anyway, that's the that's the nature of it. It's nice to be giving uh, our own lads a, a bit of a plug as well. But let's get back to uh, let's get back to the action then. So, again, like every episode so far, I've forgotten the predictions. What we said, <laughs> but uh, can you remember? I I can't. I'll be straight with you. It's, no, it's a I don't. Of weeks. Exactly, to be honest. No, but uh, I mean, I probably, I, I, I think I, I probably would have narrowed it down to Red Bull and Ferrari, which is, you know, not exactly the most outside of massive surprise, huh? No, no. <laughs> I mean, it, it, to be honest, it, I, I seen one the other day, and I, I knew it, but I didn't kind of realize it. Uh, Verstappen has won every race he's finished this year. Yeah, interesting statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's not an obscure one. It's a pretty obvious one, but it's mm-hmm. only what actually put in front of me. I found it. So if he if he's won every race, he hasn't had a DNF in, which is you know quite a statistic when you think about it. Like so, one that I'm sure, you know, is is in the back of Leclerc's mind when he's he's only bet 
Verstappen when Verstappen hasn't finished. Mm. Has he really bet him? Yeah, that's a very good point. I didn't really cop it until you kind of mm. just brought up there, I suppose. But no. another thing then, that kind of segues into the Ferrari Red Bull thing altogether. So um, again, just doing some research beforehand, you know, a big talking point, obviously, was the whole thing of when the safety car came out and Ferrari didn't pit when the opportunity was there. So obviously that crash between Pierre Gasly and Lando Norris. Um, Max Verstappen had passed the pits, uh, but Leclerc and Science hadn't. Now, mm. Ferrari have defended not bringing him in, um, and they said that it would be more difficult if they did, because it would be harder to get tyres warmer. What do you think of that? Like that's that seems to go against the the grain of normality. Yeah, I mean, Ferrari have always been, or not always, but lately they definitely seem to have a fear of doing something unusual. Um, I don't know if that's a bit of the the, the, the kind of the the atmosphere, the politics, the ethos of the of the team that they're they're so afraid of doing something wrong that they inevitably do something wrong, and mm-hmm. and and we've seen that through the years. And I know maybe they're getting out of that a little bit because. With um, the the current thing, but Bernardo, he does seem to have created a slightly nicer workplace. Let's say in terms of you know um, screaming and shouting, like uh, was it Arriva Bene? Was that his, the, the chap's name before him and a few others that were very, you know, Ferrari's always had that that if you keep her to petrified of making a mistake because they just get slammed, you know, whether by the press or the higher ups in Ferrari. So there's probably still a little bit of that course in the veins of the of, of the thought processes in in ferrari where they're just terrified of making a mistake um well just to add to that as well you know having gone back on the motorsport.com article uh apparently both drivers were restricted on tire options at that stage of the race because none of them had a new set of mediums or softs available so just yeah, for that in I the mean, mix yeah, it's look. They've obviously got more information than we'd ever could hope to, to and, and you would presume they'd make the right decision. But I think sometimes as well, like th- these decisions are are genuinely now made by computers, in most parts. And um, computers are very clever, but you know they don't always have. You know, you know they're not human. Does a computer have common they, sense? But, yeah. Does it have? Yeah, it can do know, sort of zeros, but you know, yeah. can it be something you know out the corner of its eye that maybe you know a, a person can. It's it, it's a tricky one because you know big organizations. I know even myself, like it, it, big organizations, are very afraid of you know on on management level of making 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 a, what later turns out to be deemed, even if it wasn't a mistake, you know, and the, and and there's a lot of kind of ass covering as a result. You know, mm-hmm. and, and let's not forget, Formula One teams are big organizations. They're not small, you know, you know, kind of corner shop type businesses. You know, they're they're big multinationals, effectively, with thousands of employees and middle management and tiers and all this. And that sort of stuff is going to come through just as it would in any other uh, industry. And I think that with the Ferrari pressures, sometimes clouds their judgment. I think and that this the weekend could have been. Part of that. Also, I know I heard it said that there was a, a you know, with the with the heavy heat that was in Miami, that things like wheel nuts and stuff would be more likely to to, to jam and to you know cross thread and stuff as a result of the, the the extra heat. And we did see that. I think I think with 
was it Saints? I think they'd actually have a very slow pit stop or Perez maybe, was it? I can't just remember. I can't remember off the top of my head either. But... Which one was it now? Was it per- Perez? I think had a slow pit stop and um, with a st- sticking wheel nut. So maybe a bit of that at play too. So hard to know. Yeah. The uh, other side of it was, you know, taken away from <laughs> the track things there, just something that came to mind. Uh, podium and all looked pretty cool and then Dan Marino underneath it and something just occurred to me randomly so I might as just talk about it uh, with Dan Marino's statue being there and obviously being a legend and Daniel Ricciardo obviously having on the helmet I would say the views on Ace Ventura Pet Detective after that went up a good bit actually and it's funny because uh, one of the lads I was watching out there last night he said his first thing he was going to do was sit down and watch it afterwards Like, but I missed um, that I'll be honest as soon as the race was over I had to go and, 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 and do something because I'd only just I literally Drove in the gate with the car on the trailer behind me from the weekend, the Bishop's card, and, and I dumped it to watch the Grand Prix. And as soon as it was over, yeah. we had to you know, go on and load. So I missed the oh, I, did see, I did see the the helmets. You know, I seen something on Facebook or whatever late afterwards with the the college for the football helmets and then the uh, p- police escorts through mm. probably the most secure compound in America <laughs> that day. But, anyways. <laughs> That's well, we I, I actually wanted to knock it off straight afterwards because I was just like, no, that's that's enough of that. <laughs> and then, as I said, the lads were watching away. Um, my miss and his miss were like, no, no, throw back, throw back, throw back. And they were delighted then, obviously, because Science took his fucking top off. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, Jez, lads, I think I've, I've, after seeing enough of this now. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so who, no. was underneath, who did you say was underneath the, the podium? Dan Marino. Go on, educate me. Dan Marino, Jesus. I thought uh, that was the grand again. Imola, no, no, jeez, man, I, I'm not, I'm not San, a big. San, San, <laughs> I get you now, I get you now. Sorry, you have me, you have me, yeah, you have me. Good one, actually. That's that's one of your better ones. Um, yeah. Uh, again, I'm not an NFL expert. I know Dan Marino more from Ace Ventura Pet Detective than I would be from, than I would from NFL. That's just what I know. I'll be honest. From. When you were telling that story, I thought. The way you started it, I said he's obviously some sort of footballing icon, and then you threw Ace Ventura into it. I said, then I was confused altogether. So I presume we yeah. get a part or something. Yeah, it's just you know it's telling, isn't it, that we're resorting back to this kind of shit randomly. Um, yeah. But going back yeah. to the action, then, so let's let's talk about um, like Aston Martin got themselves into all kinds of trouble. They had to start from yeah the pits as well. Someone uh, the fu- the fuel. The fuel being too um too cold. You're the only one with fuel related issues then. <laughs> no, I could, no, no, no. <laughs> Me and Aston Martin, an awful, awful lot and similar. Yeah. Um, no. All you no, want now is Lawrence Stroll to come in with a few bombs for you, huh? Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, no, I believe uh, I believe the fuel they they cool the fuel in the cars um, because basically cold petrol fuel, whatever you want to call it, um, burns better ultimately which is kind of ironic when you think about it but something something that's colder burns faster but anyways it's um it it, it burns better so the teams always try and, and cool the fuel as much as possible to get the most combustion from it um but apparently they went too cold with it and they knew it and because there's a there's a there's a a limit an fia imposed limit as to how cold you can make the fuel um so they cooled it too much they knew they cooled it too much and if they'd have brought the cars to the grid that would have triggered a penalty um, because then it's in you know race mode, let's say or whatever you want to call it, that whereby those penalties can can apply. So they had to warm the fuel back up again. To and by the time that was done, they'd missed the the, the, the call to the grid. So that's why they had to start from the pit lane.
All right, okay, that, that explains that. I was just actually trying to get the leaderboard up here, the, the driver standards thing, and like you type, you type in Formula One to Google, right? One of the first related questions that comes in is, "Do F one drivers pee in their suits?" Like, what do people be googling? Like, this is, I mean, <laughs> like, seriously, man. That's you know, like that's just somebody needs to have. I, 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 I know it's it is, it is funny, like, but there's someone's gonna have to have a little look at F one and go, "What, what are they trying to?" to be you know i mean it, it, oh. a few years back it was uh, you know it was definitely a bit of a minority sport and it's less so now but that's not always better you know i mean just we don't want to see 20 something miami grand prix where it's all you know all as i said earlier questionable style over substance it's you know the, it's it's I about the cop on there right that was my search history there i don't want to talk about yeah, but no, Jenny, but, but no, look, I agree with Jenny. No, all seriousness, it is mad. Like, where where are we going? Like, where what what's is it? Is it all literally just about dollar signs? Um, or or you know, we have to keep the integrity of the sport in in the back of our minds too. You know, and it just seemed that my that Miami. I know we were trying to talk about actually on track action there, but it just seemed that the the the, the sport had lost. Uh, I suppose it's it's prominence at, over the weekend. It seemed to be very much um an afterthought well look to be honest with you um i hope it gets it back fairly quickly because we're obviously off the barcelona <laughs> the weekend after next um and yeah i suspect it'll be very very different uh it's you know beautiful amphitheater um and i'm hoping when i come back on monday obviously i'm not absolutely i won't say hammered that'll probably be over the weekend but just yeah, under under a bit of pressure, and hopefully Richie's available that the two of you can carry it. But um, I think I think what will happen is that I'll just be buzzing from from the whole thing still. Um, but look, in fairness to Miami, what it has done, you'd be looking at this and you'd be thinking, well, look, it can't be on your ears born any for a start. Uh, so yeah, very much looking forward to going. Look, I've never been been to one before, um, as I was saying. And Jiz, uh, wouldn't it be great if the tree was for going next year, huh? Well, that's the plan. You will love it. There's no doubt about it. I, I was lucky enough to go to Barcelona one year for pre-season testing. I happened to be over that way for work and we took a trip down to watch it. Um, and it was uh, it was the first or second year of the hybrid. So whenever that would have been back 14 or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's a great track to watch an F1 car drive around. Mightn't produce the best racing. Um, but if you can get yourself, I don't know what your itinerary is, but if you can get yourself there for all the free practices and maybe you have to move yeah, around. Yeah, we've got the weekend there so it's uh we're in grandstand l that's the only thing we're not in the what do you call it general admission thing but okay. l i was torn between l and a because if you look at the you're obviously familiar enough i'd say with the with well the I, I don't know by, by the, la- the names but i know the circuits yeah right so just between just say turn two turn three you've got this mad grandstand up on the hill which just mm-hmm. goes in i think for this weekend and it's great because you can actually see the tail end of the the straight obviously turns two and three but they go out around the back of that grandstand as well and you get them coming on the other side um, i know exactly what you're talking about i, I watched from there there's a fast left-hander at the bottom of the hill there i think yeah uh, yeah I, I watched them from there that's actually a great spot to watch from so you, you chose well there i think a and l were the were the two ones that was torn now that's one of those things like oh fuck, yes. like and you're paying so much for it you nearly overthink yeah. it like regardless yeah. it wouldn't really matter a whole lot but we said, oh, no, no, I want to get the, the best bang for your buck here. Move around then on the Friday. With, does it not give you general admission? Also, that you can move. You might be able to go into a grandstand, but you could start stand at the fence, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I must, I must start to check it out again. It's, it's been a few months. Uh, the mad thing is actually, um, yeah, this is a good opportunity for rant. So there was a fee 
obviously there's a booking fee and then there is some sort some other fee that was 24 quid and the tickets don't even get posted to you and I was like what what's going on do you know what while we're on air I'm going to try to dig this out because I do have it saved there somewhere handy right uh, or about to be like a, a, a booking fee or a there we go I have it one second now. right so you have uh, 24 euro on service charge and taxes and then a fiver shipping fee what's the shipping <laughs> like the tickets are PDF <laughs> tickets the email tells you five yeah. for shipping. Yeah. <laughs> I so was like, that delivery contract. <laughs> yeah. Jenny Mac, man. Uh, anyway, look, I wasn't wasn't getting hung up over it. Oh, apart from now, of course. But <laughs> yeah. It's only because I remembered it now. It was, it was actually fine last year once. But uh, yeah, they only sent them out five days beforehand as well, like, which is kind of mad. I thought well, we would have them by can now. You explain yeah. When the Barcelona is it this coming weekend or the following weekend? The following weekend. Yeah. It's following so. weekend, yeah. 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 So we, we, we have a week off. That's it. We've a, we have a week off. Yeah, we have a week off. But well, oh. the F one at a more a conventional circuit because we've pretty much had a string of um, street circuits, pretty much. Mm. And, you know, well, Imola aside, and you know that's what it's been pretty much street circuits otherwise. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Imola, just to put a quick mention in, we've um, uh, we, we've a rising star in in our midst in Irish uh, motorsport by the name of uh, Alex Dunn. Who's a son of a friend of mine? Um, he's a sixteen-year-old from Offaly, and he raced at Imola there at the weekend. Uh, three races, really? four, uh, third, second, and a win, uh, which he came on the which came just on the back of uh, dominating the first round of the British Formula Four Championship in Donington, where he had two wins and a second, I believe. So, uh, it is the Irish F1 show, and Alex Dunn looks definitely like he has the ability, and hopefully the backing. To maybe get it to F1, and um, he certainly has the ability, and he's he's proven. Now he's driving for a team in America in in, in Italian F4 that's co-owned by Ralph Schumacher. Uh, Class. And uh, he's actually got he's racing with High Tech in 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 the UK. Uh, high Tech being um, basically a a, a, a a team a junior team that has categories right the way up to to F2, I believe, um, and so some of the F1 connections in the background. So. There we go. Just uh, he was in Imola there at the weekend, and uh, as I said, another strong showing for him, and uh, he's definitely on, on the way. So hopefully, we're still going in a couple of years on the Irish F1 show, and we'll uh, we'll definitely have an inside line then with uh, with, with Alex Dunn. Yeah, we'll have him on for a chat at some stage if he wants to as well. That sounds class. Yeah. I did hear I did hear his name mentioned a few times. Um, uh, Leo on Motorsport.ie has had a few things up about him, so definitely following the, the progress. So that's that's deadly. Keep early. Yeah. Wouldn't it yeah. be great? Um, what was I going to say to you? Right, even though we always forget them, I suppose we'll make a few predictions. Uh, and sorry, I knew there was one other thing I wanted to say. Just with another little misdemeanor that science had, didn't he recover ever so well? Because like over the last couple of races, we've been talking about his confidence yeah. and, and everything. Um, yeah. I, would I think say... his qualifying was quite good. I think his qualifying was very good considering he was so much on the back foot um, mm. in Friday with, 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 with just lack of track time. Um, yeah. Would have done him no harm whatsoever. To, to, to put that show on in and I thought he was going to get pulled for a moment there at the time he, he was he was well up I think from the, in the first and second sector and against Leclerc but it, it just maybe he took too much out of the tyres early on and he lost a bit then at the end but yeah a bit of a confidence boost just to get it to the to the, to the checker flag even after a couple of bad ones but was he cautious on turn one Barry do you think uh, it seemed like his did he give that up a bit too easy do you think Possibly, I'm sure it was in the back of his mind what happened in Imola with Ricardo. Um, you know, he could say it wasn't, and it mightn't have even been conscious that it was, but I'm sure there was something 
thinking mm. in the back of his mind that said he wanted to get to the end. So, um, yeah, he might have been a little bit cautious, but Max was very brave, very committed as as ever, and um, pressures just just seem to wash off him. He just doesn't doesn't seem to de- have any issues in that regard. Um, and again, similar to Science, had a very bad Friday. Got four or five laps in before Saturday came, and um, only for his little error in in, in Q three, might have been on pole, but he, he did what he needed and he got the win in the end too. So. Very strong mentally, I think, Max is, which is probably going to be a big, big advantage to him. Right, so you know where I'm segueing with signs. Obviously, Barcelona being next. Jesus, uh, wouldn't it be great to see him take the win there? It would be fantastic. Uh, but if Leclerc is running and running right behind him, um, hard to see it happening, isn't it? It's normal yeah, sentiment. But I think, I think, going back to your predictions, I think Barcelona will be a Ferrari track. Um, it's it's not. It's a it's a very downforce corner speeds. Um, Dependent circuit, uh, and we know that the Red Bulls, ironically, normally that's their their, their stronghold, but uh, lately they seem to be a bit more into the straight line and the things. So, yeah, I think I think we could see a Ferrari one two at, at at Spain, and um, yeah, wouldn't it be nice for the local boys signs together? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'd I'd love to see it happen, but I don't think it is going to happen. Um, yeah, I think I think Max again. I think Max again. Uh, Max Leclerc signs. Yourself, I'm gonna go the like, absolute inverse. I'm gonna go science Leclerc and Verstappen. Right there we go. I hope yep. that happens. Actually, I hope you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, that's the story. Again, thanks to everyone for uh, listening to the previous episodes. Feedback's been very good. Uh, lots of people getting in touch. It's really good. good. Figures are are growing by the week as well. Um, and like everything, when you start off, these people even go back and listen to the other ones, which I always think is is mad because they are so time sensitive. But it's great nonetheless. Delighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have we, we've uh, we have a few nuggets in there as well. I suppose it's not all time sensitive. Uh, a few timeless classics there from Richie as well. Um, so uh, yeah, not sure a whole episode of without uh, a Hamilton versus uh, Schumacher fight too. So that's the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to go into something that was uh, was said near the end of the rest of the day uh, because uh, we've we've too much uh, given out on about Hamilton. Or so I'm told anyway. So yeah, we'll hold off on it. Uh, as always, we'll you can go on. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I will we'll probably begin over with that as well. But anyway, <laughs> uh, bring it on. Uh, yeah, if, if people want to get in touch with us, we are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us or welcome on that as well and share it if, if we put it up. That's also very much appreciated. Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcasts, that's where they are. And uh, if you want to hit the five stars on Apple and on Spotify, that's a, a big help to us as well. And we really do appreciate it. But until after Barcelona, which I'm looking forward to getting to, Barry Rabbit, thanks a million uh, for your time. And we'll chat to you then, all right? Okay, take care, everyone. Bye-bye.